I feel filled up. And I know I'm not the only one in here. You feel filled up? All right, we're going to make sure, though, today. Now, as you know, we've been going through our series, right, about capacity, all right, about being capacity and, and trying to try to fill ourselves up and know how far we can go being filled up with God. But today we're going we're gonna to do something that's very important, and then you will know, you will know today whether or not you are truly, truly filled up with God's spirit. So we're going to find out. And not only that, but the goal is that today everybody here and everybody watching, everybody will be completely filled with God's spirit. Every single one of you, anybody watching online, everybody from the bottom to the top will be filled up in God's spirit. Even the kids at Kids Church will be filled up with God's spirit. Who wants to be filled up with God's spirit? Anybody? Anybody. Anybody. Okay, some, some clapping, some, some amen, some cheering, all that stuff like that. Well, let me tell you something. So here's the deal. Way back, let's, think, let's, let's visualize this real quick. Way, way back when Jesus was doing his ministry on the earth, what was he doing? What was he actually doing? Now, I asked some people before this message today, I asked some people just to get a feel for how people thought about this. Like, what was Jesus actually doing? Now, I got a few answers. So someone told me, well, he was helping people. Okay, right, he was helping people, you know, well, you know people who were uh, uh, downtrodden, uh, people who were injured, people who had some type of, um, of uh, disability. He was just helping people. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that sounds nice. That's cool. He was, he was helping people, right? Jesus is a nice dude. He's just helping, helping people out. No big deal, right? Now, someone said uh, um, he was, he was this, this is, I love this answer, he was doing the impossible. And that just went way deeper than he's just helping out. Like, I'm not to make fun of that person. Sorry, sorry. I'm just saying is that, like, you know, he, he's helping people out. He was doing impossible things that no one can do. And it's just, just there's levels here. There's just levels to that response. So he was doing the impossible. He was doing things that just no one else in the world could do or ever do. And that's, that's some answers I got. And another answer was, you know, he was, he was, he was just, uh, he was, this, this, and this is a good one too. This is a good one too. He was doing God's work. It's nice, simple, right? He was, just, he was just doing God's work. That's just what he was doing. He was just going around, just doing God's work. Bless you, whoever that was. So the thing is, that, those are all good answers. And I have my own answer, though, that I want to share with you, all right? And actually, I have my own answer that I want to show you, okay, with this bottle and this cup, all right? So this is what I think Jesus was doing. I think he was doing this. I, I know, right? Like, no, no, no one said, like, yes, that's right. That's the impossible right there, Elliot. No one said that. So this, this is what I think Jesus was doing. Now, I want, to, I want you to, to watch very carefully as to what's happening here and make sure everyone can see it, all right? Do it again. You're all staring at me like I don't get it. All right, so here's, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. I think that when you looked at what Jesus was doing, if you saw that, he was pouring himself out. He was pouring his life out to people. He was pouring out to all the people that you visualize, blind people, crippled people, people that need help, men, women, rich, poor, 
He was pouring himself out. Now, if you look carefully, if you look carefully, when I do this, when I do this little demonstration, if you notice carefully, there's two things happening at the very same time. Watch this, right? Watch it again. Okay. What's happening? Okay. All right. I got it. I got, you got it. You got it. You got the smart cookies. All right. So if you, if you notice carefully, if you notice carefully, this cup is being filled. Everybody got that part? We're good with that, right? And simultaneously, this bottle is being emptied. It's being poured out. So there's two things happening at the same time. This is important. This is important. It might seem, seem simple, but this is really important. Because I have, to, I have to explain something about this whole idea of pouring out. All right? Because this is something that in, in terms of like the way the scriptures communicate to us with all their metaphors and all their wordplay, this is something that happens frequently. This whole idea of being filled and pouring, filled and pouring, filled and pouring. It's a whole big, big, big idea here that goes all throughout the Bible, literally all throughout it. Now, let me just, let me just say it like this, right? So you had a man uh, in the Bible. He's a pretty popular guy. His name is Paul. Ever heard of him? He's Paul the Apostle. So his name is Paul, right? And he, he, said, he said this certain phrase. Two times, all right? Two times in two letters he wrote. Now, the first phrase he wrote, the first time he used this phrase, um, was in a letter he wrote to a church in Philippi, right? So he wrote to this church that he helped found out there. And he said this. Now, he, he gives them all this encouragement, you know, like, you know, don't, you know, like, you guys are so great. And, like, you know, please be godly people and don't fight against each other. Don't, don't you know, don't hurt each other. Don't, you know, grumble and complain against one another. And then he says this. Now, I'm going to read this to you. This is uh, Philippians chapter 2. Uh, 15 through 16. So if you want to turn on your app, you want to open your Bibles, we can go for it right here and it'll be uh, on the screen here as well. It says this, it says, after he's saying these encouraging words, it says, then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run and labor in vain. All right, now, but here's, here's the phrase that's coming, ready? But even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice... And service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you. With all of you. So that's the first time. Now the second time he uses this phrase is this. All right? It's in 2 Timothy chapter 4, 6 through 8. Now this point, Paul's already at the end of his ministry career because he's already almost at the end of his very life. All right? By this point, Paul is, is in prison and he's actually on death row. And he says this to Timothy, one of his disciples. He says this. He says, for I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time of my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. So what's the phrase? What's the phrase? He used it twice. Anybody pick it up? Was being poured out like a drink offering. What? What is a drink offering? Like, what does that even mean? Well, here's the deal. So here's a drink offering. So in the, in the, in the original days of the Old Testament, they had a whole system of offerings, right? There were different types of offerings. There was a grain offering. There was a sin offering. There's all these different types of offerings that God mandated, saying, like, hey, these are the ways that you can accomplish certain things, all these different offerings. So one of them was a drink offering. Now, the way this worked was like this. You would sacrifice an animal, okay, 
and then you would have some wine, and what you would do is you would start to cook the offering. So you, you, would, you would sacrifice the animal, then you would start to cook the meat, and then you would pour it out on that animal. So you would pour it out, and then, as I'm sure anybody who does any cooking knows, when you have liquid and you have a hot surface, what happens? Is that steam, right? That's right? And you get all that vapor coming out. And that vapor, according to the scriptures, was to symbolize something that pleasing, was ple- a pleasing aroma to God. It was something that was smelled great. Now, those of you who love to cook, you know you fill your house with pleasing aromas all the time, right? And so when that happened, it was, it was being poured out. So Paul is saying, it's like I'm being poured out with the hope that my life that I lived was a pleasing aroma, a pleasing scent, a pleasing smell to God. But let's think about this, though. When Paul is saying this, who is he saying he's pouring his life out to? Who is he pouring his, his very life and all his efforts, who is he pouring it out to? Well, he's pouring it out to the people he's writing to. He said he's poured it out to them. He poured it out into other people's lives with the hope that they would be filled. Now, we all said that we would want to be filled with God's spirit. We want to be filled up with God. So here's the thing. God, and this is their first fill-in. It's on the back of your, uh, of your bulletin. There's some fill-in-the-blanks here so you could take home with you to remember uh, some of the information that's going to be talked about. And you could talk about it later, put it on your fridge, discuss it, put it at uh, your desk at work or wherever you work at. Just put it there. It can remind you of it. If you've got a pen, use it. If you don't have a pen, share it around. Or if you just want to type it up on your phone, it's all good. Just get it in. So here's the thing. Now, what's the one thing that you got to know about this whole process is that God wants to pour himself out to those who are willing, that's a key word, those who are willing to receive. God wants to pour himself out to those who are willing to receive. Now, if I were to cover this cup, and attempt to pour out this bottle, would this cup get filled? Would this cup get filled? No, it wouldn't. There'd be things blocking it. There'd be some type of thing obstructing it. So I couldn't be able to pour it out because there's something that's in the way. Now, in our lives, if we recognize that God wants to pour himself out into us, that means we have to be open to receive. We have to be open to receive his presence. Right? We just sang a big song about that. We have to be open to receive his love. We have to be open to receive his wisdom and his guidance and his instruction. We have to be open for that so that our capacity can be reached. So our capacity can be fully reached. But first, you got to be able to be filled. You got to be able to be filled up with God's spirit. You have to be able to be filled. Now, let's ask the big question. Why? Why be filled with God's spirit? I mean, really, let's think about this. Why, why, why? Why would we want to be filled with God's spirit? I mean, what, what, what's, what's the point of it? What's the whole purpose? Now, the thing is that's interesting about this is that when you, when you fill something, right, we, we, we have an interesting, like, view on that. So this cup right now, if you can look close enough, is this cup filled? No, it's not. It's not. I mean, does it have liquid in it? Yes. 
Is it filled? Not at all. It's not. So some of us who have been a part of church for a while, we, feel, we might feel like we're filled with God's presence in our lives. But some of us who have allowed God's presence in our lives might actually only be filled this much. And there's so much more. There's so much more that, can be, that we can be filled up with as this cup. So we have to let more come in. And more and more and more and more. Someone got really nervous me doing this right now, right? <laughs> Someone's like, oh my gosh, it's going to go over the edge. Don't worry, that's coming. So don't worry. It's, 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 I won't disappoint you. Anybody who thought this was going to spill, don't worry, I won't disappoint you. So if you, I mean, this is like, wow, I mean, you can see like a little curve. Like if you go eye level right there, you can see like the little curve. So this, this thing is filled, it, or it looks like it's filled, but actually it's not. Actually it's not. Because here's how we have to look at being filled with God. It's a simple phrase. It isn't filled until it spills. It isn't filled until it spills. I told you I would not disappoint you guys who want to see water to go spill all over the place. I will not disappoint you. Don't worry. Don't worry. But to be filled with God, you have to be willing. You have to be available. You have to have hands open and a heart that's open to be filled with him. Now, for what greater purpose? So that you, being filled with God's spirit, can then pour yourself out. Pour yourself out because that is how we'll know. That's how we'll all know. It is not filled and you are not filled until your life spills over. Until your life overflows into someone else. Now, catch what I'm saying here, right? I'm talking to another human being, another person. Your life, being filled with God, needs to be poured out to another, to someone else, to someone else who needs it, to someone else who desires it, to someone else who wants it. I mean, think, if you're being filled I mean, that was a good thing for you. Or, for some of us, didn't someone come fill you up? Hasn't someone come alongside you in your life? Or someone alongside you in your life right now who's filling you up? And I hope so. I hope there is. I really hope there is. I hope for every single person, when I said that, you remembered or thought of somebody who, yeah, yeah, that person is always filling me up. That's a godly person. They're always filling my life up with good. They're always filling my life up with positivity. They're always speaking things into me that I don't even believe in myself, but they say it, and and I'm just going to have faith. Because that's a necessary thing. Because it's a necessary thing to happen to be filled, to be filled up by these people and by people in your life. Now, your life can be different if you had someone like that. Everything could be different. Let's think about this. I mean, parents. Are you filling your child? Let's be real. Are you constantly filling your children with God's spirit? Are you filling them with love? And those of us who may have grown up that had a house that was not filled with love, I'm sure you could look back now and you, you, you know that would have made a huge difference in your life, a massive difference in your life. 
If you had someone that filled you up, if you had your parent that filled you up, there's people in this room right here, right now, that their parents, you're still waiting for your parents to fill you up with love. You're still waiting to this very moment right now, and it would change your life. It would make things so much better. Or how about, how about your spouse, those of us who are married? Are you filling each other? Are you really filling each other up? Are you, ta- are you taking in all that God has given you, all that spirit, all that fulfillment, and are you pouring it out to your spouse, to your husband, or to your wife? Or are you just hoarding it? Are you just hoarding it for yourself? See, this can make a massive difference. This can make a huge difference in our lives and in the lives of people around us. Now let's go over here to this wonderful display. Told you I was going to disappoint you guys and want to see something spill. All right? Now, as you can see, there is a whole little fountain apparatus going on here. And here's how this goes. We have a cup at the top. Now I'm going to use this cup to represent you. Now you as an individual person, just you by yourself, okay? Just you by yourself. Make sure everybody can see up top. You guys can see? I see people leaning forward. Don't lean forward too much. All right? Everybody can see right here. So this is going to be filled, right? So we're going to fill up this cup here. Alex did a great job setting this up. Give it up for Alex, everybody. All right. Woo-hoo-hoo. Man, that was close. That was close. If only I could be that accurate when I fill up gas in another state. Wow, that was great. Okay, so, so we have it right here now. But what needs to happen, what needs to happen is not for us to come here on a Sunday or go to a conference or go to a concert or any other event and just be filled, 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 fill me up, fill me up, fill me up, fill me up, and not let it overflow to someone else. That's hoarding. That's hoarding. Think of all the TV shows, shows people hoarding their stuff, and there's cats running around, all stuff like that. And we look at that, and we judge those people, we say, that's disgusting. But how many of us are hoarding in our own hearts? Hoarding love, hoarding God's own personal presence, the power of his spirit. How many of us are doing that and not letting it pour out? Not letting it pour out to our spouses, our children, people at work, our friends, our family members. I mean, we we know what their issues are. We tend to know what they need. So pour it out. That's how we'll know if you're really filled. As you can see, it's pouring out. And you can do this too. You can be this cup at the top. Husbands, wives, parents, you can be filling up so many people in this world. So many people that need to be filled. So you have to be the change agent. All right? Now you can, so many people... And I have to say, in the way that we talk, it's really easy to have a woe is me life, even as a Christian. It's really easy. Just whining. It's really easy. 
And it's so many times, I think it's easy for anybody, Christian or other, to think themselves as the leaf that's just being blown by the wind. But I always challenge everybody in here to be the wind that blows the leaves, and to be the influencer, to be the one that's filling things. If you see a problem, it might be because there's some empty cups. And you might say you're filled with God's spirit. But like I said, it isn't filled until it what? It isn't filled until it spills. It isn't filled until it spills over. Because our lives, we're held to accountability for this, you know. We look at the world and we see a whole world waiting to be filled with God. We wonder why people don't know him. We wonder why there's so many issues that seem counter to God's will. Well, maybe God's waiting for us to be like this top cup and to pour ourselves out into a world that desperately needs to know him. Desperately needs to know him. So like I said in the beginning, I want to be filled up. But I want to be filled up to the point where I overflow. I want to be filled up to the point where people are around me and they count on me for it. I want to be so filled with God's spirit that it just, it just, I can't help myself. That when someone comes with an issue, I can speak life into them. When someone comes in with a problem, I can just go right to the scripture. I want to be so filled with God's spirit in my life that I just can't help but talk about it. And I want to be so filled with God's presence in my life that when I talk about it, I just want them to know. I don't care if they think I'm annoying. I don't care if there's an issue. You see, you want to you wanna know what the key to a good rest is? You want to know what the key is? It's to exhaust yourself doing good. To exhaust yourself. Like how Paul said, I've run the race. I've run the race. Have you ever seen Olympic sprinting, breaking world records? They can't do that more than once. In a given time, they have exhausted themselves. So you, at nighttime, your head hits the pillow, you know you've done the best that you can do. Now, obviously, like I said before, not everybody, not everyone wants to receive. I know that, okay? Now, we're not out to save every single person, right? We're the children of God. We're not the Avengers. That'd be cool, but we're not. We're more powerful, though, by the way. So you need to fill your life up so that you can pour your life out. It's a constant fill, pour, fill, pour, fill, pour, fill, pour until you're exhausted. And some of us, we're not filled. We think we're filled, but we're only filled a quarter way or halfway or just a drop. And it's easy when you're in that state to wonder why you feel the way you feel. Or it's easy to wonder why other people are the way they are. Well, I'm going to say this to you. Pour your life out. You're, if, if you want to really be filled to capacity, pour your life out. Pour it all out to be filled once again by God himself. To be filled once again by God Almighty. Because that's the key. 
That's the whole key. Fill it up. Pour yourself out. It's a pleasant aroma to God. See, that's the evidence. That's the true evidence. See, it's easy to come to church. It's easy to come to events. And anybody can do that. And that's fine. That's a good start. But the real evidence is if your life is overflowing to the point where people see it. See it. And they know that that's what you're about. So that when a tragedy comes in your life, they're looking at you and saying, wow, you, you really, you must really be one with God. You really must be. Actually, someone, you know, so interesting because people are watching and someone said that to me one time. They were like, wow, that's, I can see your connection to God. I didn't even know this person believed anything. But they're watching. People are always watching and looking and they want to see the real deal. They want to see the real evidence. They don't want to see a good show. They want it to look good. They want it to be good. So pour your life out. Pour your life out to someone else. Because that's how they'll know that we're about the business of God, by the way that we love one another. Because that's the evidence. So your final fill-in right there is the evidence of a life that is filled with God's spirit is a life that is poured out. A life that is constantly being poured out. Don't hoard it. Don't just be me, 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 let me get mine. Pour it out because that's the real evidence that you're about the business of God. The real true evidence that you're about godly things. That you are filled to capacity when it spills over. Now, I truly believe that this day could be life-altering for everybody in this room. I truly believe. I mean, it already has been for some of us. But we're going to even take it a step further because we sang and we gave our praise and we were getting filled up. Or were we? Because now it's time to pour it out. So when you walked in, you received this. You received a cup and a bottle. I hope you didn't drink it. The whole purpose of this, all right, I hope you didn't drink it, all right? If you drank it, just, just like slide down in your chair so I don't see you. Just slide, just, you know. You know, I'm a teacher, right? So it's like I'm looking for the student that does that. Like, who's, who's, uh, who don't want to participate? Now, here's, here's what we're going to be doing together. Now, you cannot fill your own cup. Someone else must fill it for you. Because we're a community here. And we want to love God. And we want to show that we love God by the way we love each other. We want to show that our capacity is overflowing in this place and in our lives and in our hearts. Because... We want to fill the rest of the world, don't we? Don't love God, make disciples, and change the world. How do you change the world? You're going to pour your life out. Now I'm going to show you a little demonstration of how this is going to go, right? So I'm going to show you how this is going to go. Xavier, come up here. Come on up. For those who don't know this man, is Xavier. They know you. <laughs> they know you. So here's, here's the thing, right? I have this cup, and I'm going to, he's going to be my little partner for this demonstration. This is what you're going to be doing to one another here. So he has his cup. His cup is open. 
It's ready to be filled, symbolizing him and his life. So with this man right here, I'm going to look at him and tell him things. I'm going to fill his life right now. Your encouragement is amazing. People are watching your life, and you're putting on a great demonstration of to be a godly man. The wisdom in your life is beyond your age, and you're stepping into that. But you got to get more and keep filling your life up and filtering things through God's spirit. Because you're going to be such an encourager that if you think you're an encourager now, you're not even close to being filled up. You're going to be filled up more. You encourage people by your actions, and you don't even know they're watching you. But just the fact of how you praise God gets other people motivated and ready, and they want to praise God because they look at you, and they say, I want to be how he is. And I'm using him as my example. And if he can do it, I can do it. So your encouraging spirit is very much welcome to all of us around here. I love you, brother, and thank God for you. You can sip, you can sip it now, too. If you want. Yeah, right, there you go. All right, there it is. All right. Yes, love you, brother. time to fill one another. Now I'll challenge you. The person that you've always wanted to say something to, now's the opportunity. Now if it's someone that's close to you, if it's your spouse, if your loved one, if your child, that's great too. But I'm really going to encourage you to say something to someone who you've been wanting to say it to them. And I'm going to ask you to trust God to speak prophetically into their lives. To fill them up. Don't let any arrangement of this room stop you. If you need to walk across the room, if you need to go upstairs, if you need to come downstairs, because that person is in your heart and it's on your mind, and you know the person that you're thinking of right now who needs that, I encourage you to do it right now. You fill them. They fill you. If you want it to be a small group, that's fine too. But I encourage you, go to someone you're not as familiar with. And speak that life and fill them with God's spirit. The final part on the back is for you to take home with you and really ask God, who will you pour your life out to? Who's the person who needs to know what you know? Who will you be pouring your life out to? You know, we've talked about capacity being filled up. We've talked about our passions and how they're just inside us, waiting to just, just for us to be so fired up that we just got to do something. So who's it going to be? What person? What group of people? What place in the world? What place in the community? Who in your home? We just prayed, I give myself away to you, God, so you can use me. You can use me because I'm so filled up. I'm so filled up that I got to just let it out. And I pray, and I pray, and I pray that it will be received. But let it be received in you. Let you be a cup that's open to be filled so you can pour yourself out again, and again, and again, and again. Let's pray. God Almighty, 
Gracious Father, Lord of all, we are your children, God. We are your children. We are in the palm of your hands waiting to be filled up, Lord God. And as we lift our hands, Lord God, may these hands be like the cups that are open, Lord God, for you to pour your life out and to pour your spirit out on everybody here, God. Just like we sang before, a miracle can happen. But it begins with us, God. May we be so filled and so filled that it pours out and pours out and pours out. Let what we do in here change the streets out there, God. May we be filled. May there be, just like in the scriptures say, God, may there be a fountain, a flow of living water that just goes right out of this building, Lord God, and goes to the east and goes to the west, Lord God. May there just be a, a fountain of, of living water of all the people gathered here that just flow out, Lord God, into this world, Lord God. God, I ask that you just protect everyone here. You guide them with your wisdom, Lord God. And you put someone next to them that will fill them up, Lord God. That they'll constantly be filled up, Lord God, in you. To know that your presence is here. And that your presence is available, Lord God, as they are available to be received, to receive your presence, Lord God, and your spirit. God, I pray this. I pray this in the powerful name. The most powerful name. The all-powerful name. Jesus, and may the Lord bless you. And may he keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you all the days of your life. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you all.